Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I really enjoyed that conversation with Terry Green. He and Rick Carter have made unbelievable investments in Gulfport and uh, as a result have created this incredible destination for people right there in Gulfport. Now we're going to move over to another important uh, destination in Gulfport and visit with my friend Dr. Moby Solange, who's the president and executive director of the Institute for Mammal uh, Studies, IMMS, and he also has Ocean Adventures, which is uh, a really important tourism extension to the work that they're doing. So it's been a while, Moby. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's good to hear from you. It's good to see you too. I'm, I've been looking forward to getting an update from you. I know a lot has been going on. I've been getting, you know, I obviously stay in touch with what's happening on social media. I watch what media coverage is happening for for you guys. But you know, we visited during the pandemic. You guys did a great job of sort of opening it back up again and, um, and sort of overcoming the challenges that you had. You had your IMMS mission, your your Institute of Marine Mammal Studies mission that never stopped, of course. And then as, when you could, you got the ocean adventure side moving forward again. If you just kind of looked at where you are today in both institutions, how, how, how are you doing? I think we're doing uh, really great. I mean, uh, uh, again, we're going through the anniversary of uh, Katrina, uh, 17 years. Uh, our previous facility was destroyed. I had to start my whole life again. And I think we are bigger and better now uh, with everything under one roof. Uh, and I think we are not only recognized in the United States, uh, we are getting international attention. So uh, that's a good thing. No, it's a it's a great thing actually. Um, so uh, what I actually want to go back to because of course this week we're I can't I don't think you can call it celebrating anything. But I think the celebrating of the Katrina anniversary, observing that, is to say, as my friend Josh Morgan said, we we were a phoenix rising from the ashes. I mean, this coast of Mississippi has seen incredible booming growth because people like you who were wiped out had a vision and a dream that you were not going to be denied. And what developed is this incredible, uh, you know, this incredible facility in IMMS and then eventually this outgrowth of Ocean Adventures on the Seaway in Gulfport. And uh, it's been a hell of a journey, hasn't it? It really has. And I think, uh, you know, we're very fortunate to have had folks uh, in Congress with folks like uh, Senator Lott, Senator Cochran, and now, of course, you know, you've got Roger Waker and Cindy Hyde-Smith, and they've all been very helpful in the state. Governor Reeves and Philip Gunn and Delbert Hoseman and others have been extremely helpful to getting us back on our feet. Uh, and I think we've been there at the right time to help the state, whether it was during uh, uh, in the aftermath of Katrina, the BP oil spill, uh, the Bonnie Carey spillway, uh, I think we have been a, a very strong partner with our agencies, uh, DMR, DEQ, NOAA, U.S. Fish and Wildlife. And so I think we found our niche. Uh, Mississippi has a, a very uh, significant place in the ecosystem, and uh, uh, we're there to help it. Well, when you say a significant place in the ecosystem, you really do mean it. The, the, the significance of the marine mammal uh, studies – and the well, institution we had, had there. 
Sí, sí, sí. Largest dolphin population in the United States. It's a huge fishery area. It's also a, a significant habitat for the most endangered sea turtle, the Camps Ridley. Uh, it's also a nursery for baby dolphins. And so uh, this is a, a, a very rich fishery area. Uh, there's ecotourism. Uh, a lot of fishermen come and enjoy. That's why we live on the coast. And uh, protecting it and enhancing it is our uh, mission, providing good information to the federal and state agencies to make good and prudent decisions so we can get the benefit from both sides, uh, uh, the sides of development and our ability to enjoy and live. You know, the aftermath of Katrina, the story's been told a bunch. You and I have talked about it here on Coast View before, but does it seem like a blur when you look back on it and you and you think about what happened to marine life and the way the dolphins came back and the way that you were able to capture them and 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 and, and save them the way you did? Uh, is it all a blur to you? Well, not really. I mean, it, it, some of these are nightmares. You uh, <laughs> never expected. It was very traumatic. You know, uh, on the thirtieth uh, after the storm had passed walking over and seeing everything leveled, uh, your house is damaged, uh, your wife and child are standing in line to be given food, and we are running around trying to retrieve our animals. Uh, some have swept away from the 38-foot tidal wave, and uh, now we have to figure out where did they go. And so uh, we kept our cool, we kept working at it, we said, We'll worry about it later, but those are memories that are really etched there that you remember every uh, minute and second. So it's it's really, um, it amazes me, it's like 17 years, it's like your life. I look back and say, hey, uh, where did the 50 years go? It's something, the same thing. Uh, yeah. We're really fortunate that uh, uh, we were able to get our lives back. Uh, I think we are bigger and better and uh, uh, contributing to the success uh, of the state and also conserving and protecting our resources and making it better. Well, you along the way, you uh, you you had another major vision that we've talked about how the impetus for it and the development of it. But the but the ocean adventure is part of this where this huge like teaching component that's involved in it. And I noticed um, that Planetware, which is a, a website that is a travel website that does ranking of places to go all around the world, really. I mean, it's incredible how they do spend so much energy on these rankings. But uh, in the in, uh, in Mississippi, in terms of the top 15 attractions in Mississippi, uh, on the Planetware list, uh, the Institute for Marine uh, Mammal Studies was number five. Uh, you got to yeah. be proud of that. Yeah. Think about it. We beat Elvis Presley. You ain't nothing but a hound dog, you know? Yeah. <laughs> there is no uh, doubt about that. And to, to be that part within the last few years of our existence means a lot. I mean, it's a very unique facility. Um, uh, Ricky, when you and I were growing, uh, animals were seen in cages, then they went into habitats. Now people want to be in the habitat. Uh, and I think uh, we have created that. It's not a static uh, uh, exhibit where you see through windows. We have some of those, but you can go uh, uh, snorkel with the stingrays and sharks. You can have the 
birds come and feed from your hand. You can swim with the dolphins, get kisses with the sea lion. Those memories are extremely good. I still have kids that come in uh, 30, 40 years ago and say, hey, I got a kiss with a dolphin at marine life or sea lion. And, and so uh, those learning uh, aspects where it's very interactive have much more uh, uh, you know, tangible memories than something you see through a window and go away. And I think having education, conservation, research, uh, rehabilitation, all under one roof, uh, I think has been um, uh, the significant part of our success. You know, Moby, you and I have spent entire shows talking about the opening of the Bonnie Carey Spillway. You're the chair of the Science Advisory Committee for the Mississippi Sound Coalition that's looking at all these potential alternatives as we move forward to try to stop this massive amount of polluted freshwater from dumping into Mississippi Sound. But more recently, there's been a really interesting development where you've seen turtle nests on the beaches. Why is that significant in, in light of the oil spill and in light of the Bonnie Carey Spillway? I think that's an excellent question. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Mississippi has had, Mississippi Sound and adjacent waters have been subjected to uh, quite a bit of traumatic events, whether it's natural, you know, from hurricanes, tropical storms, uh, and uh, man-made, like the BP oil spill, the Bonnie Carey spillway, which have devastated uh, our ecosystem. And uh, the nesting uh, is a, a, a way, an indicator that all the efforts, for example, IMMS has uh, taken uh, these uh, endangered sea turtles, rehabilitated over a thousand of them over the last 10 years, put them back in to restore and recover our ecosystem. So when you see uh, a little bit of a light where some of these animals are coming back, these are long-lived species, and uh, uh, they're also very specific to certain areas. Uh, some are born in Mexico, some are born on uh, the coastline in the United States. And so when they come and start nesting, reproduction is an important part of uh, perpetuity. And so uh, that is an excellent indication that some of the efforts of our state organizations, federal government, and the BP money that has been put in is reaping some benefits. And uh, if we do not take heed from them, it's no different than a hurricane Katrina coming in. It took us 10 years to get back on our feet. Uh, it took two years to just clean up. Uh, these events, whether it is the BP oil spill or the Vatican spillway or aquatic hurricanes, they come in and destroy the ecosystem from the top. It looks great, but under uh, underwater, there's been a lot of turmoil. It's gonna take a lot of time. And I think uh, this has been an incredible story. We had about 350,000 hits Let's do this, Moby. Moby, we'll pick it up right there. We're at the end of this segment. We'll see you on the other side. This is Moby Solange, and we'll see you after this break. Also listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say Alexa. Open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. 
This year, I have my friend, Dr. Moby Solange, President and Executive Director of the Institute for Marine Mammal Studies and also Ocean Adventures. And he's an old friend. We go back. We're not going to say how far we go back. We go back a long way, Moby. <laughs> a very long way. And I've been a fan of yours and the work that you've done for, for many, many years. And we spent a lot of time on Coast View talking about the, that relationship. But when we went to break, you were talking about the significance of the uh, turtle nests and what it says about not only the efforts that have been underway since the oil spill and the Bonacary spillway, but but also just the resiliency of, of the body of water. If we can keep it from being intruded upon by oil or fresh polluted water, um, it has a way of bouncing back. But, you know, we it, it can't sustain itself over a long period of time if we keep opening up the Bonacary spillway. So I'm, I pray that we eventually find a solution for that because it is completely unnatural to, to, uh, to, to dump all that water into the Mississippi Sound, isn't it? I think it is. Uh, and, and think about this. Mississippi River is not connected to the Mississippi Sound. It's a, not an indigenous river. And if you force that into this area and give big slugs of this uh, uh, fresh and polluted water, it's going to change uh, the ecology. And when you change that ecology, it affects everything, the food source, the environmental factors, and their ability to reproduce. So uh, we are getting good indications that the programs that uh, our state and federal agencies have put out are helping uh, recover and rejuvenate and bring back. And so we need to be very vigilant in uh, making sure that some of these different plans uh, that are on the books are done properly. Hey, this weekend we were out uh, south of Ship Island and Horn Island behind a shrimp boat, just just doing a fun fishing day, and uh, we were fighting a shark, which we released. But while we were fighting the shark, we were surrounded by bottlenose dolphins. Now, look, I've seen them always see them all over the place, but it was more like herds of them, like you would see somewhere off Cabo San Lucas or something. Um, is that something unusual that's happening, or just we just got lucky and happened to see it? No, I think, uh, uh, you know, we've been doing uh, uh, these surveys, population dynamic surveys, photo ID work, and uh, we are seeing uh, a resurgence of these animals, a lot of babies being born. Again, like I said, this is the nursery for the baby dolphins. And so what you are seeing and observing uh, is a very good indication that turtles are nesting, uh, dolphins are having more babies. Uh, they're recovering from a very traumatic event uh, it is showing resiliency more so than all the efforts that we are all putting in uh, about trying to get our environment back uh, and the ecosystem back to normal. So I think the programs like you creating the, uh, uh, you know, the awareness in the public uh, is, is extremely important because that in itself will bring the policymakers to make decisions. Okay, you and I have talked about uh, kind of shifting gears here in the short time we have left. The car tag that we discussed, discussed before, the IMMS car tag. How's that doing? Well, it is doing really very well. We've got a dolphin tag, we have a sea turtle tag, and a shark tag. And what we are trying to tell people when people buy that, uh, a very small portion of it comes back to us to help us in the restoration and recovery and the study of these species and the environment. And so uh, you can go at any time, uh, even if you have a tag now, and get it exchanged. And so for another 20 bucks, 
you're helping in the uh, in the study and the restoration recovery of our uh, Mississippi Sound. And I think uh, we have seen uh, quite a bit of uh, uh, interest and return on it. That's so interesting. Any other big topics you want to talk about? I, I want to ask about your team, but I want to make sure there's nothing else on your list. Well, no, we've got uh, our relationship with Mississippi State uh, University's College of Veterinary Medicine. Uh, that has taken our uh, capability up several notches. That's what has put us uh, in the limelight, not only in the United States, but also uh, in the world. Uh, every veterinary student now can come here to get practical training. We have different programs for them uh, and they get their hands on. It's not out of the 33 schools, Mississippi State is one, only one that provides hands-on experience to marine mammals, sea turtles, and other marine organisms through us. So we are now accredited. Uh, that's a wonderful opportunity to connect with them. We have full-time veterinarians from Mississippi State stationed at IMMS. So that in itself has raised the uh, capability and level of expertise. That is exciting. That, that whole Mississippi State thing, the way it's evolved, and it's just so complementary to the to the capabilities that you have there and the need that you have there, not only your animals, but also the Stranded Network. What a great partnership. It really is. And I think uh, we're doing a lot of comprehensive work. Uh, uh, a lot of people are jealous now that why Mississippi? How can they become number one? <laughs> you know, we always used to fight for number 47, 48, 49, but now, you know, we are ahead of the curve. Well, the reason is because we've got, you got yourself, Moby Solange, uh, your team, y'all are, y'all are, y'all monomaniacs on a mission and people know that and, and it really turns into uh, not just dreaming, but realizing dreams that other people now can learn from and participate in and make their own dreams now. But anyway, Moby, as usual, it's always great to catch up with you. I appreciate you taking some time to be with us today. You bet. I well, appreciate the invite and uh, look forward to many of your shows. You bet, my friend. This has been Dr. Moby Solange, and uh, have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Follow Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.